Well, hello. Welcome to the Filmmaking Sucks podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. So this is the Filmmaking Sucks podcast where we tell you about all the mistakes you can make when producing a film and how to avoid them. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay. And I'm Manny. And it's the new year. Woohoo. Woohoo. <laughs> 2018. I'm getting old. Yeah. Let's let's not go there. Keep it above the board. Oh, you're yeah, still young. Age. You're still young. Oh. You're younger than I am. It's so. a rough year. No, Hitting the not. big three five. Oh, uh, you got you got some time. I can't believe I said that on the air. See, look at that. You're already owning up to yourself. I'm owning it. I have six months to prepare. So yes, June <laughs> is my birthday. In case anybody wants to get me anything, mm-hmm. like a couple gonna, more gonna, years you're gonna, back. You're going to share your Amazon wish list too, and let people buy you stuff. Please, you don't even buy me stuff. Yes, I do. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh so um. This was an eventful year. Yes. And that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. We're going to talk about, how did you phrase it? How did you put it? It's a year in review. Okay. It's a year in review. Then we're going to set some goals for this year mm-hmm. and we're going to give some helpful hints on, hints on staying motivated. All right. Where do we begin? Super. Um, let's start with the year in review. All right. Fine. See what I said earlier? I was like, like, I have no list. I have nothing in front of me. I don't know where you want to go first. So, <laughs> well, let's let's close one year off before we. Open All right. Up well, last one. year, last yes, it's last year. Yes. Last year, 2017, we started 2017 with the premiere of Theta States mm-hmm. at the Macabre Fair Film Festival. We were nominated. For a bunch of awards, a whole bunch. Yes, we were nominated for five awards. We won four. Yeah. Yeah, but two we were nominated yeah, for two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um we won the audience choice. Yep. And audience, audience choice, choice best, best feature poster. and audience choice best poster. Yes. So we weren't nominated for that. So technically we were nominated for seven awards. Yeah. Because everybody's nominated for audience choice. Uh and then we won best soundtrack and best sound. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did at Macabre Fair. Yeah. Okay. Was it really? I thought we won more. No. Okay. Four awards. Okay, you're right. Sound, Four soundtrack, f- yeah. audience choice, and best poster. You are correct, sir. I know I'm correct. Yes. <laughs> um, so that that's how we started the year off. We started the year off it was world premiere, and we came home with awards. It was awesome. Help me out here. <laughs> okay, so then uh, Theta went on to do, I believe, how many more f- festivals over the year? We screened at five more festivals. It was a very small run now that I think about it. Really, really sucked, actually. <laughs> I mean, the festivals were great. Just, wow. The amount of... The well, amount- some people make a movie and it doesn't get into anything. You're right. So. You're right. I'm just looking at the amount of money we spent sending to festivals. And this year... You know what? This filmmaking sucks. <laughs> so here's what sucks about it. How about that? Here's here's one of the sucky, shitty things about being a filmmaker. Oh, no. The fact that there is so many people making movies, anybody can make movies, which is a great thing that anybody can just pick up a camera and make a movie. If you have something you've always wanted to do, you can do it. And that's what's amazing about it. But that's what sucks about it, too, because 
there's so much out there. There are so many films. And as a result of there being so many films, film festivals are a cash cow. So even the smallest first-time festivals by people who've never run any, even it's people who've never done anything to do with film before yeah. can open up a festival and they get like 300 submissions on, easily list themselves on film freeway mm-hmm. you know they can say five dollars for the first three months of of submissions then bring it to ten dollars then twenty dollars then forty dollars and people will submit and they will get hundreds hundreds of submissions right and even at $10 each, you're still talking a couple thousand dollars that they're getting off of this, okay? And now, I'm not saying the film festivals are pocketing all this change and running No, I mean, because it. It, no. it does take a fair it amount of money, of money to rent a venue. And and yes, and the truth is most film festivals don't make a profit. No. They barely make just enough hmm? to cover all their operating costs and maybe their web web costs for the rest of the year and you know the two or three people who run the festival to pay them yeah. for their time and as the job of running the festival so it's very very rare that there is any that the film festivals turn any sort of profit no they're not okay? they're not rolling in the dough no so i'm not going to i'm not saying that at all no. i'm not going to say that at all they're not they're not becoming millionaires off of us but the fact of the matter is when you are running a film festival, especially for your first time, mm-hmm. and you get 500 submissions, you now have to watch them all. Yes, you have to have a plan in place to have people watch yeah. them. Multiple yeah. people watch them for judging. Exactly. And the truth is you don't know whether they're watching them all. There's no way to tell whether somebody is whether the film festival is actually watching your entire submission, I mean, especially if you have a feature film. I mean, Especially. aren't there ways with Vimeo? No. 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 There's that guy who wrote that article. Yes. And the amount of money he spent on his Vimeo account in order to afford putting 50 different screeners of his film up there is ridiculous. Huh. So Vimeo charges you by what, gigabyte or something? Yeah. We pay, right now we pay, we have Vimeo Pro. Okay. Okay. We have... Uh, one terabyte of space. Mm. Okay. And that's our cap. One terabyte. How big is Theta? 30 gigs. Okay. Okay. So I can put it up there. It's a ridiculous amount of time. Yes. It's a ridiculous amount of effort. Yes. Because he was and actually paying co- attention and, to and each screener and checking yes, it by date. Yes, he was. Yes. And on top of that... Vimeo Pro that we pay is $200 a year. How many of you filmmakers can throw $200 down for Vimeo Pro to, uh, 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 for them to host your, your film? Now, if you have the Vimeo Plus membership, which is, I think, $50 or $60 a year. Okay. You know, it's like $12 a month. Yeah. You know, you get 20 gigs of space. Which Theta wouldn't even fit. Not even going to fit. Yeah. Not even going to fit my movie up there. You know, uh, if I really compress the shit out of it, I can get it down to four gigs and it's going to look terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not going to look terrible, but it's not going to look very good. It's going to be fine for viewing on somebody's computer or somebody's laptop. But when the when the film festival then downloads your submission so that they can screen it, now it looks terrible yeah. because you're seeing all the artifacting and everything and all everything that's coming out of it from 
You know, it's looking bad, especially because we're shooting. We're shooting now. It, a lot of people shooting in 4K and they're right. shooting in HD. They're shooting in, hu- in in huge file sizes. Right. So dropping it down to that, you're going to lose quality somewhere in the process. Okay. Okay. And a lot of film festivals don't want physical submissions anymore. Yeah. You're going to have to look at this and say, well, okay, if they don't want physical submissions, then I have to get them a full res file. Which again, it's one of those things where if you if as filmmakers, we should be putting the time in to do this sort of thing. We really should. Yeah. It's like but, writing a cover letter for every one of your resumes. Yeah. You know, you should be. We should be putting all this time and effort into it. The problem is there's only so many hours in the day. Yeah. Okay? And uh, those filmmakers out there who are lucky enough to make their living off of some level of filmmaking or another, you know, whether it be just working freelance in different places, whether they're you know, hired as directors or producers or editors regularly, you know, whether they work in a studio house somewhere, whether they work in an editing house, whatever. Those, those few who are lucky, to, lucky enough to have worked up there, fine. But I think most of our audience is the people who are working five days a week. They're yep. working full-time 40, 50, 60-hour-a-week jobs, and they're filming on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Uploading 70 versions of your movie yeah. onto Vimeo. It's not feasible. It, no, no, it's just not, especially at 30 gigs each. It's going to take you two hours each to upload that. So, all right, you upload one. When you leave for work, you put it up and you, and you, and you put it up there. You come home, time to upload another one. Yep. You know, it's going to take you two months before you upload all 30, 40, 50 versions of this for all the film festivals that you were now paying to submit. And now you have to keep track of them all. Right. And you have to check which one is which. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That is just ridiculous. So if any of our listeners are a little confused, uh, if you Google, do film festivals watch my film? Yeah. Most likely this article is going to pop up. I yes. think it's on indie, it's either on No Film School. Yeah, it's or, all over the place. Yeah. It's, it, this film, the, this article has been shared around a lot and I totally get what the guy is saying. Yeah. All right. There's another level to this as well. All right. Now you've made... You've taken your third. You've taken the thing. You've uploaded it thirty different times onto Vimeo. Mm-hmm. You've created a separate individual password for each one. You know they all have their own URL. Now you go into Film Freeway, and you're going to start submitting to festivals. Okay, they all want digital screeners. Okay, that's great. The benefit of Film Freeway is that you can have one digital screener up, and you can submit to a hundred festivals in one shot. That's, that's the benefit, and then it's also the danger. <laughs> Yeah. The problem with that is now you have 30 different screeners of the same movie. You need to create 30 different profiles of your movie for each individual URL. Oh, my God. That's a nightmare. Yes. Oh, Mike barely. Add another few more hours of time. Yeah, we could could barely write a cover letter for each film festival, much less create a profile for it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. If I had the kind of time to do that, I wouldn't need to shoot my movies on weekends. I'd be doing it all the time. It would right. be my full-time job. Right. Absolutely. I see what you're saying. There's only so many hours in the day, and at some point, you do have to sleep. You do need to rest, and you have to unplug. Yeah. Okay? I understand that whole, uh, that, that you know, coffee is for closers, always closing, always be closing. Yeah, keep hustling, that, always hustling. Always hustle, always hustle, you know? And I've said it before, the more time I, the more time you spend doing this is the less time you spend doing that. Yep. And I get it. Yeah. But you've experienced it this year more yes. so than any, more so than I have, because... I've taken, taken a lot of time this year 
towards doing this. Yes, you Making are. this more of my full-time thing for me. Yep. Okay? That, though, means that I'm taking less hours at work. Mm-hmm. I'm working less days. You are. Which means I have a lot less money. So I'm sitting in the house staring at a screen a lot of the time because, no, I'm not going out. I'm not, I'm not going to go out and have lunch with my friends. I'm not going to go relax and do what I No, I'm here. I do this all yeah. the time now. But then that means when we have an event on the weekend now, you're working five days a week. Yeah. You're doing that 40 to 60-hour weeks. Yep. And then Saturday and Sunday, we're at an event or sometimes Friday through Sunday. Oh, please. A couple so times we've done Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all events. It's just been exhausting. Yes, exactly. And you've just burned out. And all yeah. you're doing at that point yeah is just showing up. And networking, yeah. Yeah, you're just there and networking because I'm setting up the event yep. and I'm setting up all the screener and I'm getting, making sure everything... Yeah, you're answering all the questions if there's technical issues, if there's exactly. you know, marketing. I'm dealing with the event itself with yeah. our film and getting us there. Yeah. All you're doing is, at that point, accompanying me and being there to represent the film and do yeah. the Q&A with me and network and, yeah. and everything. And it's still exhausting. It is exhausting. You know? Yeah. Because you don't get a break. No. And this is what this is where we're getting to. That at some point you do you you need to you need to put some time for yourself. Yeah. In, okay. Um, so that's one of the that that that's one of the points I wanted to make here, which we just somehow roundabout got to. <laughs> that we all had goals for the year of little things. Y'all, everybody has goals that you want to do, and sometimes you don't make it. One of my goals for this past year was I wanted to shoot a music video. Mm-hmm. I just felt like, you know what? I think it's, I, I've always wanted to. Now I'm like, I'm going to make, and I didn't. Yeah. I didn't shoot a music video this year. I had a bunch of other things that I did instead of. No, you did pitch for one. Or you did budget two. for one, too. You pitched for two, budgeted for at least one. I pit, yeah, I pitched for two, yes. And one that we, one we, did, we looked at a budget for. Yeah. And it just wasn't feasible. Yeah. I didn't see it happening. Yeah, you know, um, the the musician she had a cool idea, and I was just like, it just wasn't something that I felt we could pull off for the for what we all had available. Then we were all p- kind of pooling resources, mm-hmm. you know. And she gave me the idea for a couple different videos, and I was just, I didn't feel like it was it was feasible. Yeah, it was possible. If it was somebody who wanted to do a horror video. Mm-hmm. I know how to cut those corners. Yeah. I know how to make, I know how, what it should look like. And I know how to make it look that way. Look close to that. Yeah. Yes. I don't know how to cut corners with fantasy. Yeah. I'm just not in to me. Well, well, you want this, you want this, you want that. Okay. Well then we need to get that. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, okay, well that's it. I don't know any other way of getting it other than getting that. Right. You know, you want, you want bodies being chopped up. Yeah. That's easy. I I got a bunch of those body parts in my my closet. Exactly. We've got that sort of thing at our disposal. Yeah, there's a lot more resources that we have that apply to that. And when it comes to horror, and I've I've said this before, that horror lends itself to the lower budget in general. Because if it looks gritty, it looks good. Yeah. That gritty, real kind of messiness, it doesn't have to be perfect. But when you're going to have something like... um, you're going to do a live action version of, say, Frozen. Yeah. Everything has to be pretty. Everything has to be sparkly. has yeah. to be lit properly. It has to, that fog machine has to be perfect. Yeah. Every, you know, horror, you can do it in, you can do it in, in extreme close ups yeah. and, and shaking. Close up and lots of darkness. And, you know, you create shadows with 
whatever you have on hand. Exactly. And, yeah. Exactly. You can. I can have a character walking around. And, okay, it, it's the apartment. This apartment is furnished in a way that I don't like it. Great. Turn the lights out and have them walk around in a, in a flashlight. Yeah. And just tell them where to point the flashlight. Yeah. Where not to point the flashlight. Yeah. And you only see what the flashlight hits. Right. You know, don't feel bad if you didn't make any of your... Your goals. Your goals for the year. Yeah. Because the point is to be happy with what you did do. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're content and happy with the goals you did you did hit, you say, well, you know what? How exhausted are you from what you did do? You know? Yeah. Could you have fit another... I, I look at it sometimes and say, yeah, maybe I could have. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could have. But at the time, it just felt like I couldn't. Yeah, I mean, this year was it was kind of hard because um, we were we were doing a lot of events and marketing for Theta, um, which is like you said, it takes takes your weekends. So mm-hmm. while you're running around to all these film festivals, you do have this gnawing feeling where it's like I should be shooting, I should be writing, I should be working on something and then you're talking to people at these events and they're like what are you working on? What's next? You know. Mm-hmm. Um so it's a, it is a really hard thing to balance, you know, and I think it even took us half the year to actually get back into being able to produce and do these events at the same time. Yeah, it was really difficult. Yeah, we did I mean we, we I mean we shot mostly over the summer. We shot I don't know how I got on this. I mean like three short with films. film festivals and we got to this. Like, <laughs> how I went round about to that. I don't know idea where that how that even happened. Yeah, I'm gonna make a okay, first goal of the year is I'm gonna have plans for every one of these podcasts. Oh right. for you. Yeah, please. I just rambled. I just I don't know. I just I thought we could do a really nice little wrap up of all the things we've learned. But I yeah. think that's what we're doing. But yeah, no, it's really hard and the and thing I learned is that film festivals kinda suck. <laughs> That's what I learned. Film festivals kind of suck. Yeah. Oh, that was my other point that I wanted. Is 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 one of the things we've learned mm-hmm. is you really, really, really need to schmooze the festival. Yeah, and really, really research the festival you, and schmooze them. and schmooze. You have to schmooze them. You have to know them. Yeah. You don't have to be like, oh, you know, I go drinking with this guy on Fridays. Yeah. You know, oh, I know her. I, you know, I used to work with her here. Yeah, you don't, no. you don't, you don't need to find out their favorite coffee blend and yeah. drop it off at no. their job. No, you just need to get them to recognize your name. Yeah. So when that submission comes in, they say, oh, I know them. And that's it. Yeah. It doesn't have to go any farther than that. Mm. You just need to get them to recognize your name when you submit. And that's all. Yeah. That name looks familiar to me. Mm-hmm. And then they look you up. Right. Because that's how... They choose their films. Yeah, it's one of the ways. But it's yeah. one of the main ways yeah, they choose. Not, not by knowing ways. you. No. I mean, when they look you up, if there is some level of line between Connected you and this. them, connect, it is then easier for them to find out information on you. Yes. The easier it is for them to find information on your film, mm-hmm. the more likely they are to choose your film. Right. Because there's plenty of film festivals, plenty of, I mean, we, know, we know we know film director, film festival directors who yeah. have said in the past, like, this was a great film, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find anything online about it. I could barely find the trailer. I couldn't find any information on them. Yeah. And when you're looking at 500 submissions... You are not going to track down every single one of them. No. You just, you physically can't do it. No, they they You're have going... they have the same amount of hours in the day as we do. Exactly. And mo- most of the time, they're also working full-time jobs. So yeah, they're they squeezing this in between Absolutely. as they can, too. Absolutely. What, what you're kind of talking about is creating a reputation. Um, you know, increasing the appearance of your film. 
Mm. You know, if you get a reputation of being a filmmaker that shows up to the events, that you can sell tickets, Mm -hmm. um, that you bring people, that you support people, that you not only... And you just don't go to your film. No. We're not talking about 50 tickets. Five. Bring five. five. Bring three. Yeah. So you can bring you, three people. You and somebody else. You and some other people showed up to their festival. Yeah. Um, you know, Mo says it all the time. If you, if every filmmaker that shows up at his monthly screenings brings two, two people with them. Mm-hmm. We'd have a full house. They'd have a full house. They, they play four movies a month. Yeah. That's what? That's eight people or ten that's people. That's three people, one filmmaker and two friends. Yeah. Okay. So that's 12 people. For four films, yeah. Yeah, that's 12 people in a little bar. Yeah, and, and he has you know his regulars from the neighborhood that show up. So yeah. between the 12 people that the filmmakers bring, you got 20 people sitting in the room. Yeah. And it's not like he's trying to sell tickets. He's just trying to like literally just build awareness of of this and of the filmmakers. If you do the right thing, if you you know if you show up to your film, if you stay, don't just show up for your film and then leave. People don't do that. Do that. All the time. And trust me, the festival directors, they're standing in the lobby. They know. They yeah. see who's getting who's showing up for their movie and then leaving. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I think that's one of the biggest lessons that we learned this year is um, what we're going a challenge that we're gonna have this year is still maintaining that appearance of involvement mm-hmm. and the same level of involvement that we had yeah. this year. Um, because we actually attended now, I think it's 14 film festivals attended. Mm-hmm. And now we had an additional five screenings. Five or six screenings. Five or six screenings, which brings us to about 19 to 20 different film events we went to this year. Yeah. Which for everybody counting is like one point whatever it's a like, month. It's much one every three to four weeks. Yeah, We're one at every another th- event yeah. every three weeks. I mean, yeah, we'd go like a month or two without it, and then we'd do two or three in a month. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, October was just, it was madness from September to November. I mean, yeah. you guys know we disappeared uh, from you guys a little bit. We did six, um, six events in eight weeks. Yeah. It was, it, it's, it's exhausting. It and really expensive. is. Yeah, it's expensive. Spent a lot of money, but a lot of that <laughs> credit card was burning holes in our pockets. But <laughs> lots of bar tabs. Um, but I mean, that's the thing. I mean, New York short. We met some really cool filmmakers just literally hanging out at the closing night ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, you do have to put this legwork in. I mean, as much as you just want to be like, I just want to make movies. Well, you know, this is unfortunately a part of making movies. It is now. It, it's absolutely this. This is a business, and I've heard this on other podcasts, and I've listened, heard it on other interviews and everything with it. This is a business of who you know. Yeah. And that's not, that's not to say if you know nobody, you know, you go nobody, you go nowhere, but it is to say that Mm -hmm. the entire business is based upon relationships. A producer is not going even at the Michael Bay level. Producer is not going to put he Michael Bay is not going to put two hundred million dollars into a movie unless he personally can vouch for that director behind the seat. Yeah, you wonder at your job why don't why don't I get the why don't I get the promotion and he gets it because he's sucking up to the boss. No, because the boss knows him. Yep. he sees him. It sucks it's, to say that that's yeah. how the world is, but that is how the world is. That's yeah. just humans. Yeah, it's just how humans are. Yeah, I mean, I'm being very fucking cynical right now. Yeah, you are I'm being very cynical. No, but right it, now, it, so. there's there's a truth to it. I mean, like you know, the, the couple of times that you know we've had events that I've had to leave work early for, and I'm like, you know, maybe twenty minutes, half hour, which you know, at an office, who really pays attention to twenty minutes and half hour increments? Yeah. Nobody pays attention to it. Yeah. But I always feel horrible doing it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that my boss sees that I am answering emails well past, you know, I'm supposed to leave work at 530. I yeah. most nights will leave at six to 630 at night. Yeah. 
but I have been there some nights answering emails at seven seven thirty o'clock. You know, seven thirty at night. She comes in the next morning and sees that these emails were answered at seven yeah. fifteen, and yeah, when you should have been gone two hours already. Yeah, and so when I asked to leave a little bit early, she she has no problem with it happening because I put the time in elsewhere. Yeah, um, you know, and she sees it. Your job is not one of those with the promotion. Thing. No, I'm 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 at, the, I'm at the top of the food chain of my in my in my there's position. There's no there's no, pro, no, more, no there's no promotions in your no. thing. You have there's three positions in your yeah in your in your job. It's there there's there's partners, there's designers, and there's admins. Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, I'm on the admin. I'm an I'm an admin. I'm yeah. an admin track. There's there's somebody who who chases the money. There's somebody who bills the money, and then there's me who creates all the new the new yeah. work. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's one thing that you really do. I don't think we've, we, I mean, we've been at this filmmaking. I'm going to sound a little cynical right now. Mm. Oh no. Um, we've been at this for, I don't even know. Almost I mean, ten, a little over 10 years, a little over 10 I years. I just say 10 because, eh. and, and the one key piece I think that we were missing was, uh, networking, mm. um, and getting to know people. We just thought if we just kept making things and people would come to us. And that unfortunately is not really the truth, but no. I don't want the first time filmmaker to feel like, well, I don't know anybody. So there's no point to this. No, I mean, you, you have to hone your craft. And, and if you love doing this, then that's why you do it. Yeah. Um, you get better at it. You I mean your your first couple? You don't really want people to see. I mean, you're not going to make your first film we and send it to Sundance. Nobody have, does that. We have five or six shorts that. Oh God! <laughs> just, just you can find just, them on our website or our or one of our YouTube. Yeah, videos. you have to chase it down on They're YouTube. There, There's no connection on our website. To that. No. We didn't start festivals until Blood Slaughter. Um, honestly, the trailers. The trailers. The we trailers started. is where we started doing. Yeah. So, which is why I say about ten years. The first the bl- first Blood Slaughter trailer was. 2008 yeah 2007 or 2008 was the first one and we didn't really start pushing them till about 2009 mm-hmm. you know yeah. we did two and three of it you know and then we started and then you know we started shooting the movie in 2011 yeah we started you know so throw them up on youtube you find some some like-minded people or you know you, you find a couple of people, people that like that it this, is, this sucks yeah and, and then you build your you build your <laughs> thick skin i mean yes. that's that's really what that is when you put something on youtube and then you know somebody calls you a, a chain smoking fat chick with chubby cheeks <laughs> anyway you just get over that and you build a really thick skin over these things have um, you? Have you? <laughs> totally over it yeah <laughs> it doesn't sound like it <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, I think this year we, we learned networking, we learned, um, going to events, being more supportive, being more, um, I don't know. Vocal. Vocal, apparent, public, being more public. Yeah. Let's call it that. Yeah. Work on getting, that. that's, there's a goal for the year. It's a very, it's, 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 it's a goal that doesn't have an end point. Yeah. Work on getting yourself out there. Yeah. Making, making your presence known yeah. not saying you need to be on the front page of Rue Morgue by the, end, no, of, by but the like, end of the year but you know you need go and find the, the film people in your town in your city in um, your genre um, if you're in the middle of you know nowhere in a small town go to the university find the film students um, attend Build your crew yeah uh, you know attend attend the, the festival run by the university yeah you know go and just meet people and then just literally like this is what I do this is what I'm interested in because people will ask that's the big oh. thing when you when you are finding first time filmmakers student filmmakers um, young filmmakers um, they want to know what do you do and how can you help me you know 
New York Short, we met a whole bunch of film students. A ton, yeah. We met a whole bunch of film students, and... I felt so old. They looked at us with yes. these, like, dish-plate eyes, like, you were so wise. Yeah. They, <laughs> they talked to us, like, they had a million questions for us. Yeah. You know, because we said, well, yeah, we have two features, and we have a bunch of shorts, and they were just like, what? Because uh, a lot of them, this was their first their film first, festival. Yeah, first this film festival, first, first film, first yeah. everything. You go to some of these short festivals, and there's college students around and stuff. They want to work with, they want yeah, to meet new they're looking for people. people. Yeah. yeah. So... Don't be afraid to talk to them. You don't know what you're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Okay, great. here's the, great. That's a <laughs> here's the, I'm just gonna inject a insert a little thing. Okay, everybody is awkward. Okay, everybody who makes films is freaking awkward. We are artists at heart, and we are we awkward. Don't know how to talk to anybody. We are we are are shy. We are um, um, not full of confidence. You know, it's 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 super awkward. It's super awkward sometimes to network with people. But you know what? They're feeling ex- exactly as awkward as you are. I've talked to so many filmmakers where they're just like, okay, this is when I awkwardly laugh. And I'm like, okay, this is when I awkwardly chuckle because of your awkward laugh. This is great. Let's just yeah. keep this going. Like, just embrace it. You just need to learn to talk to people. And you just need to learn to like, hi, my name is so-and-so and I do this. That's really all you need to learn to say. Yeah. And New York Short, the I, oh man, I can't. I mean, I think I think that she, came, that she walked right up to me. Yeah, the camera. Uh, oh yeah, the cinematographer. cinematographer. Yeah, I can't remember her name for the life of me at this very second. No. But she, she, we were standing there. She saw that I had the badge on, and she just walked up. Hi, I'm a camera person. What are you? What do you do? <laughs> yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. Hi, my name is this. I'm a cameraman. I'm a camera woman, and I am have, I have a short in the festival. I see you're here. What do you do? Yep. And if you don't want to know how to talk about yourself, just let them talk. Yeah. Just keep asking questions because everybody yeah. likes to talk about themselves. It's true. Asking questions. Asking <laughs> questions is a great way to, to, to get through the awkwardness. I think that that's what I learned this year. Um, you know, actually coming out with Beneath and mm-hmm. being the, the face for once. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super awkward. <laughs> it's a little intimidating. Um, but have faith in yourself. I think that's the biggest thing I've learned. You know, doing Beneath, I've done... I've done Two or three Q&As now, and I've talked about it a whole bunch with other filmmakers. Um, and I still surprise myself um, with with what, with what things that people find in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's not the most perfect film. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm the greatest. I just made this great film. But, um, you know, it, there was enough of my voice and enough of me that just, just went into the project because it's mine. Yeah. Um, that a lot of people will find, and, and it's easier to discuss because you you kind of get surprised sometimes where they're like, you know, somebody will interpret something and you're like, oh, I didn't even see that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, even if you're just starting out, you know, the number one thing you want to do is meet people and, and, and learn how to own yourself. So, I mean, I think that's a really great goal to start off with. I mean, even if you're just, you know, even if you haven't shot a thing yet, like, this is what I'm looking go to, to do. Go to film festivals. Go to film festivals. Introduce festivals. yourself. Yeah, forget even going to the schools. Go to the <laughs> colleges. That's when you're ready to work. you got to find a crew. Yeah. Just go to the film festivals and just start meeting people. Yeah. And that's it. Just meet, 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 meet. Talk, talk, talk. Yeah. Talk. Say hello. Yeah. Hell, our friend our friend Paul, that's what he did. He, he was coming down to um, to the things at Nears. Because oh, yeah. Because he was friends with... Uh, uh, he was friends with Christian mm-hmm. and he came down once he came down twice two three times and he'd never made a movie he was just coming out 
just to see what was going on. Yeah, because you know? it's interesting. That's it. And he came out two or three months in a row. And that was uh, February, March, and April that mm-hmm. he came out to them. Yeah. And he came out to a couple others since then. But by the third one, he, by the second by the second one, second or third one, he had seen one of ours. Then he went to our website. He saw our podcast and all blah, blah, blah. And he'd never had any ink inclination to really do movies like oh okay he thought it would be something cool but all right well let me just watch some movies and because of that now he's acted in three short films yeah he's he's no training as an actor he wasn't an actor before no he is now though no and he's he, working he actually it. showed us that the the last one he has a poster for his own film. yes yes that's right that's right he, <laughs> he showed us the poster yeah yeah he's making he's starting writing his own script he started asking me some questions but well how would you do this and how would you do that well what do i have to do i said just do it yeah just do it and you, then you have no experience literally just do it by talking to people um just you know hey i went to this film festival you know just when you're having drink over drinks with mm-hmm. whoever whoever you whoever's in your life yeah you never know where you're going to find a connection yep. he literally was having having drinks with a buddy of his and his buddy's daughter um had, was just graduating from school yep. and she wants to screenwrite mm-hmm. so he said, you know, if you happen to know anybody who, who, you know, since you went to this film festival, if you yeah. happen to have met anybody or know anybody that I can point her in the direction of, that would be great. Yeah. Um, and so now the two of them are working together on a film. Yeah. You, you never, never know, know who you're sitting across you never the table know. from. So we started last year off at Macabre Fair with Theta States. Yeah. Now we're starting this year off at Macabre Fair with Beneath. Yes. What's next? <laughs> We got My a goals? bunch of festivals for Beneath yeah. coming up that we're waiting on. Yeah, well, I think there's about fifteen or fifteen, about fifteen that mm-hmm. we're waiting on. Um, it's gonna be a bit slow. It's gonna be like a couple months. I think it's like one a month or one or two a month yeah, that I find out. Yeah, it's not like it was last year. No, it's not like we it had, was in we October. Had, we had three different. We had, we had a feature in three different shorts that we were yeah. pushing around festivals. So, yeah, we were we were busy. Yeah. We we're busy for that reason alone. Um. So yeah. So what's next? Uh, my goals for the year. Yeah. What Let's are your start. goals for the year? Let's do that. Um, I have a short that I've come up with a concept with, and I want oh. to get that on paper and get that shot this year. Okay. Um, I also have a feature that I want to start putting down on paper. Mm-hmm. Nice. You're going to start writing? I'm going to start writing a feature. Yeah. 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 So uh, produce one short, produce one to two short films. There's another one in the back of my brain somewhere that I may or may not mm. push through, but I'd like to have another one in time for uh, X Wound and the Women in Horror stuff. Cool. So, yeah, those are my goals for the year. So, one script and two shorts. Yes. Is your goal for the year. Yeah, it's, it sounds like a lot now that you said that out loud. Now I'm like, oh, God. Rough draft by the end of the year. That's Rough my draft goal. Of, the, of the feature yeah. by the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. What about uh, you? Me? I don't... I'm, I'm, uh, I'm like... I'm putting back into rotation the idea of doing a music video. Cool. I still want to do one. So, if anybody knows anybody no. who's... <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not opening myself up that much. Okay. To if anybody knows any bands that want it, because yeah, I've had I've gone I've done that before in the past, and I've had four or five, and I mean year, a couple of years ago, I had four or five different bands. That, oh, I want to do a video, and the truth is, everybody who wants to do do a video doesn't have money for it. Yeah. And we don't have the money to produce it either. No. You know, so it's going to be the type of thing where. It's going to be somebody who I know, who I know needs a video, and they would like to do a video, and we can all work around cutting corners with each other. You know, we can all work around each other's schedule and money and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. 
It's got to be one of those kind of mutual things because I've never done it before. And you, well, you came from music, and music is a very important thing. And in your yes, life. exactly. So it's got to be something that I want to do. Yeah. You know, um, again, just like the other video, the fantasy video, where it was really cool. Mm. But I even told her, I said, it's not my style. My heart's not into it. Yeah. But it's like, if it's my first music video, I'd like it to be one that I really want to have fun yeah. with so I can just enjoy the process, learn the process, have my fun with the process first before it becomes kind of mechanical. All right, now I can do more videos. Right. I got to learn to do one first. Right. You know? Uh, so I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. But well, I, you, you, I had wanna... no, you had another goal, music related. Another one, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we had me, me and Ray. Ray has done our soundtracks for all of our films. Yep. Um, I've been working on music with Ray since we're fifteen years old. Mm -hmm. So we're going twenty-two years. <laughs> We've been in doing music in one form or another together. We were, you know, we were in bands together. I, I auditioned for bands that he was in before. And we've always written music together. We just enjoy. He's not a he's not much of a musician anymore. Mm -hmm. He doesn't do music for anyone other than us. us. Yeah. That's it, you know, and for fun. Yeah. Um. But um. So me and Ray have been talking about doing a couple of cover songs and actually recording them. I think it's great. Yeah, recording some cover songs. So that's the goal. I'd like to record. You know couple of cover songs this year with him just for fun yeah. you know we have some of our own we recorded i think we've recorded three songs yeah, i think we've used every i think we've used all of them in what? some capacity in our films <laughs> no 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 well I, one at least no yes yes the blood yeah. slaughter ripper song yeah is in the trailers yeah um i don't think i've ever done anything with the other two because i thought we them, put one in home or one something. of them we lost the recording of now no, no. We lost the recording of the first one, Evolve, that we did. That's That song is 20 years old. <laughs> so, but it makes sense. I mean, um, I just want to point out, you know, because you're in music, you've had a really rough year post-production-wise, and oh over the last God. couple of months, you've been burned out on deliverables. Oh, my God. So I think, you know, don't be afraid to, to take on a couple of other endeavors where it's like, you know, for you to go back to music, it may just reboot you. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a release of your creative juices and maybe it'll just burn off some stress and you can have some fun. Yeah. So don't be afraid to like, you know, just set a goal that maybe isn't film related. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with it. I mean, as long as, I mean, if you're creating content, that's really. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's to keep creating. Keep creating. That's, that's for what it is. And content can be, you know, you paint so we can take pictures of your paintings and we do, do shows and we try and sell them there and, yeah. um, my big goal for the year is I don't know how I'd really like to do this, but it's a matter of it's a matter of my shorts or your shorts. Yeah. That's really what it is. Is the festival baby short yeah. that I want to do. Yeah. I'd really like to do something. I'd really like to do a short that's geared towards festivals. Seriously geared yeah. toward festivals yeah. and, you know, making it one of those things it's just like look this is literally the absolute best of everything that we can do right you know and it's coming from a story that i didn't even write hmm. that's another thing i learned this year that i i really don't like writing much yeah i'm not a fan of writing um i get when i get an idea just kind of flows and happens but 
I'm not a fan of the process of writing. I just want to shoot. Yeah. So I've, what did we just watch? Black Mirror. Yes. And Black Mirror. Excellent. Yeah, the new season four just went up. It is excellent. So good. So good. If you haven't watched it, just please just go back and watch watch all of it. It is a perfect example of exactly what I'm saying, what I'm thinking, is that my strength is in directing and putting together a film. Yeah. Okay? Why should I kill myself... Ripping my hair out, yeah. staring at a screen every single day, trying to pull out that perfect story. When I can walk into any bookstore or library, point a finger, mm. and find a book written true. 10 times better than anything I could come up with by staring at the screen. Right. Now, yeah, maybe there is some amazing story sitting in my brain somewhere that I can't pull out. Well, I mean, but in the meantime, yeah, there's hundreds of thousands of stories out there that are just waiting to be turned into a film. Well, here's here's an interesting point to that you you and I have had this conversation, you know, more off mic than on mic. But um, what that does when you go and find another writer, mm-hmm. um, especially if you find a really good writer, um, you will learn more about storytelling. Um, you can be a very strong and you are a very strong visual storyteller, you know, and you're teaching me to be a very good visual storyteller. There is a difference between the visual story and an, and the story itself. Yes. Um, and finding a writer who is, who is a writer who knows story methods. I mean, we've talked about the seven basic point plot points. We've, you know, we've talked about kind of a lot of writing structure. Um, somebody who, who, has mastered that. This is their life. This is their yeah. life. This is their specialty. This is what they do. This is what they breathe, mm-hmm. sleep, eat. Um, you will learn storytelling by taking apart that story in order to turn it into a visual yeah. medium. So one idea that we had was that we were going to go and find um, a public domain from like Poe or Lovecraft mm-hmm. Or and just literally make it because it's public domain. It's public as long as it's public. It's in the public domain. You can make a film about it. And these are classic tried and true stories. You know, you can go to Mary Shelley. You can go to uh, what do I have sitting up there? Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah. So many classic stories that are out there, and yeah, they've been done a hundred times. Yeah. But it's literally walking yourself through a story. Yes, that's exactly the point. Mm -hmm. The fact of the matter is that these stories are tested, recognized and classics. Yeah. So there's no question as to whether or not you have a good script because you do. Then find a now, little something that makes it yours. Apply your style. Exactly. Or, or experiment to find your style because you have a solid story. Yeah. So you can experiment and, and, and you know, try different things out. Try and find your style. Try, you know, if you, you know, make it a steampunk story or, mm-hmm. you know, literally, I mean, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies is a great example. Like, let's take this really well-known classic story and throw some zombies into but it. That- like, See, but that's still... Well, it's written. I just meant in the idea of it. Yes, exactly, yeah. Just the idea of it. Yeah, I'm not going... I'm not even talking about going that far with it. No, no, no. I'm not trying to rewrite it. I'm just saying, like, they literally took well-known story and added a spin to it. That still requires you to fully understand the structure of storytelling. Yeah. I'm talking about honing my skills as a visual storyteller. Right. I don't have to worry about whether the story is good because I already know the story is good. Right. Can I tell it visually? 
Yeah, you're and, right. I complicated it. You're well, correct. not complicated it. You're yeah. you're talking about another another, another another level of it. Right. Another way of doing it. I'm talking about taking that story and being as straightforward as possible mm-hmm. because this story already works. Yeah. And then you know if people don't like the film. That means you as a filmmaker need to improve because it's not the script. No, it's you. you. That's the that's what you need. That's what I think filmmakers need to learn because we all write our, a lot of us write our own stories. And then we go, we make these movies. Everybody's like, oh, my God, that was so great. But was it great simply because it was all you? Yeah. It was all you working within your own limitations and within your own this and your own that. You know what you can and cannot do. So you stray away from certain things simply because, well, I can make it work better if I do it that way. Hmm. But now you're doing something that somebody already knows. You have to adapt that. Yeah. And you have to make it good. It's like everybody has their own preconceived notion of what the telltale heart should look like. Yeah. And how it should be paced out. Right. And... If you can't make a good movie out of it, then it's you as a filmmaker that needs to work, that needs to learn to be better. Right. And that's always the question. Well, is my script good enough? Now you know the script is good enough. Yep. Yeah. You know, and, and that's something that even Timothy and Ulrich have said a lot. Well, how do you know when the script, something that they struggle with? Yeah. When is the script ready? When is the script ready? I'm sorry, that story is 150 years old. Oh, it's, it's, it's freaking it's ready. ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's ready. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. And not when the script. It's you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. There are feature films out there that were totally done, shot on just an outline. Yeah. And they sent the actors in and they just prepped them properly. Yeah. So. Or prepped them improperly. Whatever. That's been done as well. <laughs> I'm talking about good ones. Okay. I'm talking about good movies. Okay. You know, the good movies. Uh, the divide. Mm-hmm. The divide. The movie. That yeah. whole, the movie where they're all in the in the basement after the uh, yeah. the the chemical attack. Ninety percent of that movie was improv. Yeah. You know, and they shot. I think they shot the whole thing in like two weeks. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome though. Blair Witch Project was the same way. There's no script. There was mm-hmm. an outline. They actually had two maps. The three of them. Mm-hmm. They had two maps. One map that the filmmakers gave them. This is where to follow, so you don't get lost. Blah blah blah. This is the one you're gonna show in the movie. Right. But here's yours that you keep to yourself. And each of them had their own individual map. Right. And that map gave them specific locations to go out through the film through the forest. They were actually little film film rolls mm. that they left. You know peppered around the, the, the park that they were shooting in. So it was like a big Easter egg hunt. Huh? Like an Easter egg hunt. Sort of, yeah. Um, but on each one of their individual maps would tell them where the next one was going to be. So when they got there, they knew what their character's goal for the day was. Yeah. Because the filmmakers themselves tried to stay as far away from them as possible. And they kept them within, I, you know, they actually were. Yeah. But they kept themselves off so right. that they weren't actually interacting with them. You know? Mm. And... That's how they did. So this entire movie was shot on literally an outline and letting that here at the actors. So you can totally make a movie without a complete script. Yeah. It's totally possible. You can, it, it can be done. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. Please stop. I, I don't know. Please stop me. Where am I going? I don't even know. Okay. So we've given you a couple of ideas for goals. If you're struggling to, you know, figure out what your goal for the year is. Um, you know, one little thing that I want to throw in and then I think we're, we're pretty much done. Mm. Um, 
One trick that we've learned over time is uh, instead of setting one goal for the year, which it just I don't want to take away from everything we just said, but to break it out into six week increments. That's your that's your thing. That's you my lo- thing. I, know you like I love it. And I think it works really well. I think it's worked really well for us. Um, you keep me to it. Yeah, I have to keep I'm you to it. Life. I have to do. Yeah, I mean, it's really good to have a partner in all things where, you know, you can do a check in um, and have some accountability. Having a list, having an actual list sitting there yeah. is like I'm always seeing it in the corner of my eye. Right. And it makes it, I wouldn't say easier to check them off, but I feel obligated to it yeah. because we've written it down, I've put it up there, and it's there staring at me every day. And every day that I don't check off another piece of that, I feel bad mm-hmm. telling me what I have not done yet. It's and it feels my, so good to cross it out. It does. <laughs> You know the pro. You can see your progress written out in front of you. Yeah, and you see your direction. Like, where yeah. are you going? Like, what am I doing? Where am I going? Well, yeah. here's the list, and, and this and, is the driving and force. And I think as you as you cross things off on the list too, um, you start to realize those things, those parts of the list that you forgot to write down. Yep. Because you start. Shit! No, before I get to this, I, I have, have to, to do, do this, 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 and that. It's not on the list, but I. Then you just. Yep, you, you modify know? the list. And that's how I do it. Because once I start adding to the list, when that list starts getting longer, I start... Yeah, you, you, know start, you start over getting overwhelmed, which I is start, the point yeah. of the six-week goals. Yes. It's, you know, okay, great. If you want to set a goal for, like, I want to make a, a film by the end of the year. Great. What that's, are your steps between now and yes, then? <laughs> between, exactly. You need to know where are you starting. Yeah. So you break it down to six weeks. You know, uh, okay, you want to make a movie this year. Six weeks, you know, you get your script in order. Mm-hmm. Get your script finalized. Get it polished. Get Decide it. what subject you want to be. How about that? Okay. First six weeks, what is the subject you want your script to be? Right. You know? Then the next six weeks is first draft of the yeah, of your rough, script. Yeah, rough draft, yeah. Yeah. You know, second Second and then the six weeks, the third six weeks. All right. Second draft of the script. Yeah. And start showing it to people there. You know, so now come end of February, six weeks uh, and six weeks, that would be February, then end of March. So by April, Hmm. you're already showing people your script. Right. This is a goal for the end of the year. You want to finish by the end of the year, which means you're not going to be shooting until September or so. Right. Let's say you only have two days of shooting. You're going to start telling people about it in January. Come June, they're going to wonder, well, what are we doing? You've been talking about this for six months now. Right. You know, and they start to lose a little bit of faith in you, Mm -hmm. you know, because you need to prepare yourself. You need to, you yourself need to be ready. Yep. You hand them a script. They take you so no, oh, you got oh. a script. Okay. You have a script. Yeah. Well, I still got, I still have to make, I still got another draft or two to do of this, but I just wanted you to see this now. Yeah. So that, you know, I, you, I like some input, like to see if you were actually interested, yep. if you had any like insights into the, into your character, if it's an actor. Um, yeah. 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 So break it into six week goals. So it's easy. It's more manageable. It's yes. not as overwhelming. Yeah. So for example, um, my first six-week goal is to get my short film written. Yep, the one I've been—I'm one I already have written. Written, which rough draft? You want first draft of your? Uh, wow. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, does that mean I have to make a six-week goal right now? <laughs> no, I wasn't holding you accountable or anything. I was just it telling sounds you. Sounds like you are. <laughs> We're not competitive, okay? My first six weeks. Okay, you know what? I actually do have a six-week goal. Okay. Um, we did that, um, the Matryoshka short yes. last year. Yeah. Six-week goal, I wanna, um, I'm going to schedule the reshoots. 
cycle? Not within the six weeks. No, specifically. Just get them scheduled. By the end of the six get weeks, them in, yes, get them in the calendar. We're going to come up with what the new ending we're going to shoot is. Yep. Uh, that's okay. There you go. I want to come up with the with the ending of what the new what, what the new ending is going to be. Write that new ending, which is I mean, really, it's it's a three page script. So yeah, I got one page. I got to write one page. Yeah. Figure out when we're going to shoot it. Yeah. You know, and how we're going to shoot it. Yep. Just figure out the logistics and set a date. Cool. Even if the date is in friggin' June. Yeah. Set a date by the end of the six weeks. So that's 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 my first six week goal. Okay, so then I'm going to amend mine just to be clear because this is it's a silent film, so it doesn't really need much of a script. But I just want to get it on paper. Yeah. Get it on paper. Okay. Yep. Just I'm, I'm super clear on it. I just want to get it on paper, whether it's a storyboard or just an now outline. We're being, now we're being held accountable to this, so come like February fifteenth or so. <laughs> the pressure. We need to. And the worst part is that we only we we lose two weeks because. You know, macabre fair. Yeah, well, we lose one week. Okay, let's be yeah. honest. We lose one week because macabre fair. Next yeah. week. Next week. So, so yes. Oh, man, um, speaking right. oh, of, man, I still have to write my roast for that. I got to come up with my. Oh man, I got a lot of stuff to I, do. So it's that's, two that's, weeks. <laughs> <laughs> lose two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, I've I've got to I've got to write I've got to finish writing the roast for macabre fair. So speaking of macabre, I've got to write. Uh, I've got to come up with my questions because I'm hosting the cinematography panel. Yep. So I've got to come up with my 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 outline for that as well. Yeah. In that time. Yeah. Wow. I got a lot of stuff to do in the next two weeks. <laughs> Shit. So like I said, we lose two weeks of our first six, but mm-hmm. we'll make it work, guys. Yeah. Um. So yeah, macabre fair. Uh, beneath is screening on Saturday. Um. At one twenty-five. And Saturday what? Saturday the 13th. That's the date because it's next week, so. Saturday the 13th at 1.25 p.m. Where is this now? It is Ronkonkoma, New York, what Long is Island. The, hotel? the Clarion. So Beneath is playing Saturday and Sunday. I am part of a women in horror panel again. Mm. And I'm... You are hosting a room. slash hosting the, uh, yeah, the cinematography panel yeah. with Jill Passan and um, Phil Kral. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who else is in the Women in Horror panel with you. Uh, it's Angie Hansen, Deborah uh, Markowitz, Markowitz uh, Lori Folly. I don't know who that is. It's, not, yeah, I mean, it's somebody new um, who's also screening. Somebody you've never met. Somebody I've never met. So new filmmaking friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. I think there's only four of us. Okay. You are handling the roast of Miss Angie Hansen. Yes, yes, yes. On Saturday night, I am running the red carpet. Uh huh. So scared. Um, yeah. So we have that coming up next weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Macabre Fair Film Fest. Macabre Fair Film Fest. Yeah, go check that out online, and we'll be there all weekend. Hopefully, you will be too. Uh, now I sound like a now I sound like a walking advertisement. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think we're gonna wrap it up. So. Um, Start up. So let's keep yourself motivated this year by creating six week goals for yep. yourself. I think six week is mostly manageable. You know, I think it's pretty. But they small goals. They yeah. don't have to be huge steps. No, small goals. Baby step your way through. Yeah, it's not like oh, you know, I want to be sure like what about Bob? This year, I need to be done. I'm going to have it fully cast in six weeks. No, no, no. Go small, small steps because this is a long process and it's grueling. And, and don't wear yourself it, out. It feels like you may not be doing much, you know, eventually those small steps get bigger. Yeah. The whole point of six week goals is to build momentum. Yes. Um, 
so just like a film festival when you're when you're when your film is building momentum you know it, it, you, you hit the ground running and you build with each one mm-hmm. you know um so yeah it may sound really small just to get your your get it on paper to get a rough draft get an outline get an outline um but when you actually hand that to somebody for them to look at you will feel like mm-hmm. I, you just took a major step yes and it is a major step to yeah. get some, to actually get something on paper and be willing to be ready to share it with somebody else is a huge step this is about getting getting you people any of you guys out there who are just doing your first maybe your second you're just starting out getting you getting that ball rolling mm-hmm. getting you moving say you know what i really don't know where to begin so how about this sometime in the next 6 weeks I'm going to go to a film festival and talk to someone. It yeah. could be that one person. One person. One person. That yeah. could be your goal. Find a film festival within the next six weeks and you want to meet one new person. Yeah. And that's a goal. It doesn't matter how small it is. It's something. Yeah. It's moving your, keeping yourself moving forward is what's important. And if it's meeting one person, one filmmaker who made a movie there and just talking to them. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's a goal. Then yeah. your next six weeks is I'm going to do it again. Yeah. And I'm going to meet two people. Yeah. You know, even if you did it that way, mm-hmm. by the end of the year, you met 10 or 15, 20 new people. Yeah. And next year, you may actually have a crew to make a film. Yeah. Filmmaking is a long game. Mm-hmm. It's it's really, it really is. So just don't rush yourself. Don't act like this is a sprint. It's a, it's a freaking... Marathon. This is a marathon and a half. <laughs> yeah. It's the marathon of your life. Um, yeah. So take it slow. You know, choose manageable goals because if you don't hit your goal, you're going to feel disappointed. And the more disappointed you feel, the less likely you are to, to achieve a goal. goal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, say the same thing with weight loss. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So. Works on all things. One step at a time. One step at a time. Um, all right, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up. I'm done rambling. I'm really not, <laughs> but I can ramble forever. And I don't want to. No, we're good. We got, we got yeah. to a really good point that you're now ruining. I'm sorry. So. Okay, so check out Macabre Fair Film Fest. We'll be there January 12th through the 14th. We'll be there the whole weekend. Um, Beneath is screening Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I'm not quite sure off the top of my head what the tickets cost, but it's a cool festival. There's a whole red carpet dinner and everything. Separate tickets for that. Uh, there's 70 or so fe- features and shorts playing through the course of the weekend. There will be a lot of filmmakers there that yeah. you can meet with, and they're all hanging out all weekend long. We, I think we have like six or seven panels going throughout yep. the weekend. Yeah, there's a lot of events going on, a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of chances. And um, if you're an actor, yeah, they, I believe that they're doing the headshots again, so you oh, can actually yeah. bring your headshot and leave it at the table yeah. for the filmmakers. Yep. Um, There's a table So if you're an actor, it's a really great way to come out even and if you're people. Even if you're a director or producer, anything you are, there's, yeah. a ta- there's a table in the lobby that they leave there for people to put their headshots and their contact information. And their, con- and, and their business cards on there. So even if you just that, you know, yeah. you want to offer your services, put a, put your headshot or your business card there. Please don't cover the table in your own movies because there's 70 other movies playing through the course of the weekend. Hand those out. You have flyers, that's fine. Hand them to people. Because the truth is, we all make our flyers and we all put them on the table. And at the end of the day, they end up in the garbage and that's a waste of your money. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Please subscribe. Subscribe to us on wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, give us a rating and a review. It really helps us a whole lot. Thank you all for listening. I hope you got something out of this this week. 
Happy New Year, everybody. And I got a hashtag of hashtag six week goal. Hashtag six week goal. I got to start using your hashtag when I upload it. Yeah. I just don't. I forget to share it. Yeah. I? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Goal for the year. Goal for the year. Use more hashtags. Use more hashtags and actually use the hashtag I throw in the episode. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Start your six week goals. Get yourself moving. So this way you can get out there and make good films.